Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. Hey, and welcome to another week and another episode of the T-Bone Speaks podcast. Listen, this week, I'm going to share with you and talk to you about fatigue and burnout, which is especially true from 2020, and some of the things that we're going to be focusing on in 2021 to help make it a better year, things that we can control. But before we get into this week's episode, let's turn it over to my lovely co-host and see what she has to say from our number one sponsor, 3D Dentists. Hi, everyone. Happy 2021. We're excited to have you all back with us. Um, We have online courses, we have in-person courses, and we'd love to have you in Raleigh to visit with us, but I know it's hard right now still. So, Meredith, there's Uh, a special announcement I want to make, but I can't. I know. We have exciting big things coming for 2021. Huge. Yeah. Soon we'll be... be awesome. Maybe... When will we announce? Maybe next month. As soon so as I think uh, it's official. Uh, Everything's soon as official. A, a really official. I'm yeah. thinking of two good, really good things. So yeah. I know you're thinking of one, but we just have so much going on, and we're so excited for you guys' support and the podcast because it's sponsored by 3D Dentist. Of course. Before and we get into today's podcast, I do have a review from okay. Mr. Teeth. Mr. Teeth. He said the best. T Bone is my absolute favorite. Awesome perspective on life and dentistry. Very motivating and inspiring. Keep the content coming, T-Bone. Well, I try my best. You wow. Know. Uh, that might be a fake. But is that a put, dentist? Because they shouldn't yeah. be Mr. Teeth. They should be Dr. Teeth. Yeah, he put Mr. Teeth, but it is a dentist. Maybe that's Mr. Teeth from when before he was a dentist. Maybe when he was in dental school. Yeah, he or maybe. she was in dental school. Well, it has to or be like a Mr. He. Beast. Mr. Beast. Yeah. I want to make $30 million a year doing YouTube videos. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> Without 10 views a month, yeah. week, I don't think it's happening. Nobody right. watches us. Nobody wants to watch. What's on the agenda for this week's episode, Meredith? Well, we just want to make 2021 a better year. I mean, we learned so much from 2020. To take that and carry it into 2021, I think it could make it our best year yet. Yeah. You know, one, one fear I have, um, and I want to caution everybody on, is, is I've been hearing that there's this belief that when the clock turns 2021, yeah. that suddenly something's going to be different. We were supposed to all be And maybe, maybe, maybe our mentality will change. But I think uh, I want to caution people, 
just because the calendar turns 2021 doesn't mean that some of the same challenges that we've been dealing with, some of the unique challenges that we've been dealing with are going to go away. I, I right. just don't believe they're going to go away yeah. right away. I think, I think it'll be summer before we see some level of normalcy. Um, and, and so, you know, that's kind of there. But two things have stood out to me because I felt them personally, and that's fatigue and a level of burnout from 2020. Now, it's easy to say it's because of COVID, and I don't want to say it's because of COVID, but I want to say it's kind of some of the things that's affected. So when I look at burnout, okay, for me, I felt a little bit more burnout this year because, frankly, I've worked more days mm-hmm. than I've ever worked. You know, take away the two months, right. okay? Trying to make up for lost time. Well, part of it's trying to make up for lost time and lost revenue. Yeah. Okay, there is that part of me that wants to make up for it, that needs to make up for it. Mm-hmm. But part of it's also, like, literally, like, I work, like, when's the last time, you've been six years yeah. now, Mary, when's the last time I've worked? All through Cre- December, yeah. All through December, right? I was just thinking about that. You, and, I mean, but you're like, I can't go anywhere, so I might as well work. Right. You know, I, I can't go anywhere, and I don't want to go anywhere. Right. Well, I want to go somewhere. I know. <laughs> but, you know... So I might as well work, right? right? And then I tried the staycation thing and that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> so bored. <laughs> so bored. So, you know, I think between, you know, the, the making up for lost revenue, the working more days, I, I think the part of that is there's a level of burnout mm-hmm. that comes with that from right. not being able to get that mental break. And I don't know about how you guys feel, but I know that a mental break for me is so important, even if it's for a few days, even if it, and for me personally, there's a mental break of leaving town that's so important or different. Kind of only your way to check out. It is, right? You're forced. It's a forced checkout, you know, and that's why I think staycations are tough for me. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is fatigue. Okay. And fatigue, I don't, I, I don't know how everybody else feels, but I am fatigued from 2020, you know, it, it, and it's a mental fatigue from thinking about COVID, PPP, PPE, my team trying to stay healthy, maintaining safety, and just a general unknown right. of all the things that are going on. How long on. this is going to last? And what I, are we going to do next? How are people going to react? Right. What do we do if somebody gets COVID? And right. then, you know, ever since Thanksgiving started, then it's been the whole, like, everybody's Gathering, getting around. yeah. And it's just, it's just, there's such a fatigue. And, and I'm not, like, sitting there overly thinking about it, but what I am doing is it just weighs on you. It just weighs on you a little bit. Right. And, and it just creates this general fatigue. And, and I felt, I think you read it the other day to me when Mm -hmm. we were talking yesterday, there's this be feeling unmotivated, feeling a little depressed. I think we could do a whole podcast on this. Maybe that will be coming, but, um, I sent him nine warning signs that you're mentally and emotionally exhausted. What are they? If you don't mind, um, easily irritated, completely Check. unmotivated. Check anxiety or Check. panic attacks. Trouble sleeping. Check no patience. 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 Yeah. Check. That's been there forever. No indigestion or no indigestion. Check. Crying. I'm just saying to you. I, that's what like I sent this last night, and I was like, oh my gosh. Um, indigestion crying unexpectedly oh that's me (laughs) i haven't had that issue detached from reality you literally said on our walk the other morning or at the end of 2020 you know he's like i feel detached from what's going on in the dental world i just don't you've been so literally head down working you were just 
working way more than you usually do. Try to get things and in I'm before not the interacting end of the year. With, I mean, I'm not literally right. see. I'm so used and to seeing s- people every week. Right. And interacting on social media and in the community and um, just kind of that network of people being there for you, which we'll talk about the support of that and then feeling empty. So I think from that, you just feel My like my belly you don't hasn't have, felt empty. No, it's had plenty of ice cream. <laughs> Listen, 2021 goals. I've been pretty good about the ice cream in the last few months. Okay. okay? 2021. It's back. on our 20. All right. Okay. Less ice cream. 2021 goals is less ice cream. So I want to warn people. I have one. I have a big concern about all this fatigue and burnout. And a lot of us, we haven't, a lot of dentists, dental practitioners, owners, mm-hmm. many of us haven't felt a economic crunch this year like we probably should have or could have between the PPP Mm -hmm. uh, and many of us are seeing that our revenue for the office is close to what it was uh, from 2019 but I think what's happened is is we've put our head down we're grinding through it and what I'm afraid of is that we're getting into this mode of work 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 and and hustle, 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 and we're not taking the chance to step back and work on our practice and not just in our practice. Mm-hmm. And we've allowed that to be an excuse yeah. of, you know, like me, I'm, I've gone in how many Thursdays this year? <laughs> Too many. Too many, right? right. And I want, I, and my excuse is I want to, I need to, yeah. I need to help make yeah. up for whatever's going on. But I also know that it has cost me in other areas of my life that I cannot allow that to become the norm Mm -hmm. that our office, that our team, that our patients uh, kind of think that's normal. So I want people to really take a moment to step back Mm -hmm. and and slow down a little bit. We talk about this a lot in in our programs. You got to slow down to speed up. So I want us to do that. So why don't we move into talking about a few things uh, that we've that we look forward to doing in 2021 to help make it a better year, regardless of you know what goes on around us. Uh, but how to make 2021 a good year, a better year uh, uh, than 2020, and and to keep things uh, kind of moving forward. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, let's get back to this week's episode. 
Yeah. So to keep moving forward, we have said that you need to set goals, schedule intentionally, um, be flexible. I think we've learned to be flexible. So carry that into 2021 and um, focus on the proven. And one of the things I thought about while you were talking about everyone just running to get everything done is don't lose those systems. We work so hard to get those systems in place and then we lose them when we get busy. Yeah, it's easy. It's it's easy. I'll give you an example that uh, something that I could not believe happened. Uh, somehow, our system where I promote that when you take the down payment, that's when you make the appointment for the the uh, uh, for the uh, uh, dentistry yeah. on the payment plans. But somehow, that wasn't happening in our office, and it became that they were, we're rushing busy, to get people scheduled and get you know, people in. Just of, schedule them. Just, just schedule them. Right, and that's then, what happens. And then things fall out of. Whack. So yeah. So I want to move back to goals. Okay. So uh, I, 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 we, I, everybody, it's not like I've made this up. We promote a smart system for goals. You got to be specific, measurable, actionable, and timely. Mm -hmm. Okay. And some people will say you need to add a risky or realistic part of it. Uh, So I want to schedule goals. And a lot of people have resolutions. People have goals. And I think people make goals like, you know, I want to give an example. Uh, I made a goal a few years ago of I want to do more implants, mm-hmm. but that's that's just that's that's a statement. That's not a goal to me, right? You, you know, so number. I, I want well, I want to walk through kind of how the specificity of how I will set a goal like that. Okay, so let's use a number. Let's kind of walk through this. So let's say I did 175 implants in 2020. Okay, and my goal for 2021 is that I want to get that to 200 implants. Okay, maybe that's a big number, maybe that's a small number, maybe that's a little bit of growth, maybe that's a lot of growth, but it's a realistic number, okay? Right. So what I look at is I don't just say, hey, I want to do more implants. I got to come up with a plan mm-hmm. of how I'm going to do it. So what I'll look at is I'll say, okay, I did 175 and I know what it took to do 175. Now I want to do 200. So that means I need to do 25 more. And then I got to look at it. what do I have to do to do 25 more? So for me, I got to look at it this way. So based on last year, for every four consults we did, we did one implant. Mm -hmm. Okay. So to do 25 more implants, I got to do 100 consults. For the people who have been to the sleep course, it's kind of like sales funnel. It's a sales funnel. It's it's no different there, right? So... So now I know I got to get 100 consults in. Yeah. So what does it take to get 100 consults in? To get right? seven, you need 17 implants a month. Right. Well, that's 16, part of 17. it, but I need, I need 100 more consults than last year. Right. So I got to do whatever marketing, whatever things that we did last year, Time. times X to right. do it. So then I looked at it and I said, okay, well, I want to I increase our blog posting on implants. Because mm-hmm. I saw that as we did more posts on implants in our blogs, our SEO ranking went up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to double down on our magazine, or I want to increase our magazine reach. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to do one live each month, answering questions like a virtual consultation webinar of patients on, uh, on just on public, yeah. right? So I know that if I do some of those things, that if I do those things specifically, and if I commit to doing four live patient webinars Mm -hmm. for implants, if I commit to doing uh, uh, one blog post a month, 12 blog posts for the year, 
Additionally, if I commit to doing a few more patient testimonials focused around implants, one more per month, 12 patient testimonials, like we did the other day with that first look after the person looked at their teeth for the first time with their new hybrid implants. So if I know that if I do those, I'm confident that I'll get 100 more consults, which will lead to 25 more implants. So that's how I kind of work through that. And then I'll set milestones. Like after Q1, I need to have three blog posts done. I need to have one webinar done. I need to have this done. So that way I'm not looking at the end of the year. I'm looking at uh, timeline milestones uh, to get there. So you you not only need to keep a scoreboard of how many implants you're doing, but how much marketing you're doing towards these implants to make sure you're on track. So I'll have a thing, a list, like a checklist that basically says this month did I do my blog post? Did I do my uh, uh, my first look uh, video testimonial. Mm-hmm. Did I do my webinar for the for the quarter? Yeah. Do I have it scheduled? Yeah. Have I done it? Have we done the ads around it? So those kind of things. So when I set goals for that, I get very specific where I detail down a list of what I've got to do to make that happen. Right. And to me, that's real goal setting. It's not just saying I want to do more, but how do I get more done. Right. And and to me, I, I figure that works, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other part of that is uh, kind of looking at where do I have to invest in myself or my team members right. to get that to happen? Like at some point, I don't want to be doing the live webinars, correct? Right. I want to be able to have Crystal or Megan or somebody else do that from the office. Right. So what do I have to do to get them to be comfortable doing that? How many times do I have to do it? How do I have to get them involved in that? Maybe I don't, maybe part of growing your implant practice, I'm using implants as the example, right? Uh, because it's something I focus on, mm-hmm. but maybe part of growing your implant practice is learning how to do sinus lifts. Right. So where do you have to invest in yourself to do the sinus lift training so that you can get more implants or better socket preservation or learn how to do immediate implants mm-hmm. or learn how to get things moving a little bit faster. Or learn implants altogether. Altogether, right? If you are not placing implants right now, we do have a live patient digital implant continuum, uh, all digital guided implants makes it easy to implement that into your practice. And then next year here, you will be trying to figure out how you can double your implants. Right. So 2022, you're doubling your, yeah. So, so you gotta, you gotta figure it out. Right. And and I, I look, I, I believe that at any given point, we shouldn't have more than three goals. Right. Okay. Yeah. Don't overwhelm. Don't overwhelm, you know, because we want to be very deep and detailed. We want to go deep. With, yeah. with individual things and not go wide and try to cast a bit. I'm not a big believer in a big net. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big believer in you can't, in, at some point in time, you cast a big net, you figure out what works, and then you dive in deeper, deeper, deeper yeah. uh, to get there. So, well, the goals and keeping the scoreboard, tracking all of that yeah. kind of what I was going to say next kind of carries into uh, scheduling intentionally yeah. because one of the most important things of scheduling is pre scheduling, pre blocking. Mm-hmm. Um, but most importantly, pre-blocking those monthly meetings and trainings and making time for you and your team yeah. to make sure you're on goal. One of the things we say is if you wait till the end of the month, it's too late. If you wait till the end of the year, it's too late. Right. So you kind of have to plan that time to make sure everyone's tracking. Yeah, you know, scheduling intentionally is so important. So there's yeah. a few concepts I want to remind and introduce those of you uh, to, to you listening. Number one is I believe that we should, what I mean by scheduling intentionally is that you should schedule to hit your production goal 
in 75% of your available time. So if you work an eight-hour day, you should hit your goal in six hours. Mm -hmm. You should make it so that you figure out what does it take to hit my goal in six hours so I have two hours of flex time that I can get above and beyond and then really have the ability to to create room for growth down the road. Right. Number two... I believe kind of kind of piggybacking on that and the goal setting, for example, uh, let's say I did 175 implants last year and I want to do 200 this year. That means I need to pre-block 200 one-hour blocks in my schedule to be able to do my 200 implants. implants. Yeah, right. right? So, um, so we need to pre-block those times and pre-block your new patients. Let's say, for example... Definitely in hygiene. Yeah, you absolutely. have to, otherwise it's not even possible to get them in. Yeah, you know, I think we're, most of us, are, and purposely, I'm, not, I'm definitely not saying I want people to go get more hygienists, not that there's anything wrong with them, but um, I think we're, to a certain degree, understaffed, under-teamed in hygiene. Okay. Oh, for sure. And uh, and I think where that manifests itself, what we saw in our practice was that our new patient numbers doubled in October and mm-hmm. p- early part of November and then pff, slid right back. It was absolutely amazing to me. We would average 25 to 35 new patients a month, January, February, whatever, June, August. July, August, September. And then October came around and we averaged, we had like 60 or 70 new patients. Because we had the openings. Because we had so many openings right. from the lack of hygiene from the shutdown. Right. So, so that also told me that the market and potential is there. We've just got to learn to pre-block. So if my goal is more new patients because, or the goal should be more new patients. New patients should be one of the action items within a goal. So if our goal is I want to increase my revenue $100,000 and each new patient is worth $1,000 to me, then I need to get in 100, new, 100 more new, new patients. patients. Right. So then I, the first step to that is I got to schedule slots for 100 more new patients. Right. You know, so, so you got to pre-block those. And I think a, a part that you mentioned, didn't mention that I think that's super important is we got to schedule intentionally our personal lives. Yeah. We've got to schedule our time off. We've got to schedule our vacations. And I think... CE. CE, yeah. absolutely. Training. You know, 3D dentists. Yeah. You definitely need to schedule your <laughs> CE, hopefully with 3D dentists. Um, but, but more importantly, I think for those of us that have children, I think some of the scheduling is a little bit easier because we schedule around our kids' school. Right. So spring break, fall break, winter break, you know, Christmas and all of that stuff. And then long weekends, mm-hmm. like Martin Luther King Day, I take that Monday off. Because your kids are uh, out. Labor Day, I think yeah. we all take it off. But, you know, certain right. like little Columbus days. President's Day. President's Day, you know, stuff, the stupid, yeah. vac- I don't want to say stupid, but the vacations that most off businesses don't close, but the schools do. So we pre-block all of that time off. And what now, that does, it creates, a, it creates a good mental break throughout the year. I do want to say the office is still open. He yeah. just takes that day off. Uh, I know that's usually a pretty busy day because yeah. banks are closed and that kind of thing. So the uh, teachers like to get in. Right. But you take those days off. The office still runs. Yeah. And, you know, that's part of one of my long-term goals for everybody listening is is I believe that no dentist should practice alone in the sense that we should take the the business aspects of DSOs. But I want to be the champion and, and help dentists create great single location dental businesses Mm -hmm. and we can spend a lot of time this year hopefully you tune in every week and we talk about that a little bit more is a a dental business versus a dental practice in fact i think we just released an older podcast a few weeks back that i recorded with the dental hacks uh Mm -hmm. talking about dental practice versus a business Uh, and so we got to schedule intentionally 75 percent pre-block the number of things you want to do that that essentially come from your goals 
Okay. And then schedule intentionally the time that you want off, how much time you want off. And, and as Meredith mentioned, another important one there is scheduling your monthly team meetings. We have one afternoon off every month for coaching and training. I don't want to mm-hmm. call it a meeting. Yeah. That's a component of the time off. But, um, <clears throat> and then worst case scenario, if you, if we don't need it, now it's a great time to, to have flex time to be able to bring in special larger patients, cases. larger cases, any yeah. number of things. Only good things happen from uh, being intentional and being sacred with your schedule. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. And I think one thing um, into 2021 that we're going to carry with us is the flexibility. Yeah. So we talked about uh, setting goals, scheduling intentionally, and now the flexibility that we were kind of forced into um, is just everyone wants to get back to normal. Maybe yeah. this is our new normal yeah. and we kind of just have to embrace it. Not all of it, some yeah. of it, no, I, some of the l- things. I think all these things happen for a reason. Right. Okay? The world has definitely changed because of yeah, this. Abs- no question. And, and, and I don't the, hate all of it actually. <laughs> the winners, the winners from this will be people who embrace the positive changes that have occurred. Right. Okay. For example, I think virtual telemed- teledentistry. I was just going to say, being able to see patients at the mall is really not the worst thing that's yeah. ever happened <laughs> to us. <laughs> so being able to do virtual consults, mm-hmm. being able to do tele- teledentistry. Post-ops. You know, post-ops. We're doing less to post-ops. We're, you know, I had a patient that sent me pictures of their teeth with their phone from, you know, an extraction site I did. How is this healing? Here's what my face looks like. Yeah. Here's how I feel. All of these things we're able to do virtually today. Right. And save in their chart when honestly, when they come in for a post-op, we typically don't take many fo- any photos. No. You know, we, we take a lot of digital photos in our practice, but post-ops, we don't typically get many because right. we're so rushed. And, you know, why bring them in? Right. They're sending us a picture. We can save that in their chart. That's almost better. And then we can text message with them. So those are some of the virtual things yeah. that we definitely were kind of doing before. But we're re- that really accelerated mm-hmm. that we that I think patients want and that we want to keep. Okay? Right. Uh, the other area, another area that flexibility occurred is uh, payment solutions. Now, one area that I've probably been a little bit ahead of of most of most practices is the ability to take payment in every operatory. I think the ability to take payment in every operatory is, in my opinion, super important. Now we're upping that a little bit more by having contactless. And Apple Pay and Google Pay and different options pay available. Pay online before you come. Pay all of, all of that in the operatory. Pay online. Yeah. Pay via text. We're really trying to make it easier for patients to pay in a way that they become used to. Now, think about it. If like for I just I know this sounds horrible, but my son likes quesadillas from Taco Bell, so I go to yeah. Taco Bell to get those <laughs> for him. But they don't touch cards anymore. Uh huh. They they don't take cash. You know they don't want to, They don't want to touch your credit card. So, so our our, our our patient base have become used to this. Right. So they're starting to expect that. So now is the time to look at your different uh, credit card processing, uh, and and look at how can you go contactless for your office. And then if you want to take it to a best practice level, then you got to look at how can I have that in each operatory. Right. And I know what's going to happen. You're going to look at the cost of the terminal. And then you're going to say, oh, my God, that adds up to a lot of money. And the truth is it adds up to a decent amount of money, but it's totally worth it. A couple hundred bucks per operatory to be able to take payments in each room and not have a checkout line, uh, not have any of that, and be able to make it cool and more modern 
there's a wow factor to that mm -hmm. uh, that your patients will like. And then the other thing I, I would like to see us figure out a way to keep is I love having an empty waiting room. I know. Yeah. And I think the online forms kind of goes with that. Yeah. Because the fact that people can fill out their forms online before they come, that means they don't have to come in and sit in the waiting room and fill out paperwork. They can just stay in their car. Yeah. Text us when you arrive. We'll text you when you can come in and it's ready. And, you know, you asked me, do you think people are going to keep that and I was like well I'd rather sit in the car 15 minutes in that waiting room feels like an hour when you yeah. go to the doctors and you have to wait 15 minutes to us we're like oh it's only a few minutes but it feels like an hour I'd rather be watching a video on my phone because you can't do that you know you can't do that in the waiting because room it's loud you can't talk on the phone right so I'd rather sit in the car catch up on stuff on my eat. phone call eat yeah yeah Wait, um, because you should eat before you go to your dental visit. Right. You because the hygienist is going to clean it out for you. Yeah. Then. <laughs> well, you don't know. You might be getting an extraction. You might not be able to eat afterwards. Mm. Um, well, if you're, but getting, also, if you're getting sedated, you definitely don't want to eat in the car. Also, I know one of the things that girls are more likely to do now is they don't want people obviously waiting in the waiting room. So they're they're used to texting right away. So I've seen where they've texted someone, hey, we're running a few minutes behind. Take your time because they're just going to be sitting waiting outside anyways, right. then they can run and go get Starbucks. They can, right. we're right in an area where kind of everything's right there. So I think that's kind of nice. I think that might stay. Yeah, I, would, I hope so. Bit. You know, I, I would like to see that happen yeah. because for us having less people, I think having less people puts less distractions, less pressure. I think it's patient convenient. I think, uh, I, I, I like it. Yeah. I like knowing when that way, when somebody walks in the door, we know exactly who it is you know, all those things. And there's, you know, there's not like, I, I just, there's so much good that to me of having nobody in the waiting room. And then honestly, I'd love to see if I were building an office today, I would half my waiting room size. Right. Cause it's huge and no one's in there. Right. So think about that. Think that's expensive real estate in every practice that I think we can get rid of half of it. Yeah. It's funny because you would think I'm a social person, right? I haven't always been. It's like we're going backwards. Because now I'm like, I don't want to sit in that waiting room and have to talk to anybody. Exactly. I'd rather just sit in the car. Remember when we used to go to things where there's 100 people? Right. <laughs> Seems like so far ago, so far long ago without masks. We'll so get there crazy. one day. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. We'll Okay, well, we have talked about goals, scheduling intentionally, uh, being flexible, carrying that flexibility with us, and now take it back to the basics, always focus on what's proven to yeah. work. You know, I, I think for me, this has always been um, probably a good strong suit of mine is that I've always been very basic in my thinking in that in this particular case, I focus on the proven. Mm -hmm. And then every time that we've gone through a growth spurt in our practice, is uh, it's it's going back to the basics. You know, focus on what we know works. Focus on what we know makes you happy. Mm -hmm. You know, just because you see somebody in social media, you know, saying, oh, I'm opening four offices, that doesn't... Look shiny. It looks shiny. But, you know, that maybe that's for you. Maybe that's right. not for you. you but know? don't drift from what works. Yeah, and I know what works. And, and I'd like to share three things, uh, again, that, that we always focus on that works. Uh, always go back to photography. You know, I'm always looking at our photos. How can we get better? How can we be more accurate with it? How can we make them look better? Uh, how can we make them clearer? Mm -hmm. So I'm always getting back to photography. How do we get more photos? Right. More photos, more diagnosis. Yeah. More diagnosis, more case acceptance. Pretty easy pattern. 
Number two, how do we learn to talk to people better? And that's all about trust, okay? Mm -hmm. How do I get people to trust me, believe that I'm the patient advocate because we are? Um, how do I focus on communication? What role playing? Where do I need, where do I need to be better? Where does my team need to be better? How do we get better at communication? You know, and you guys know, I'm a big believer in Paul Homily and his programs for our communication and patient acceptance. And then number three is how, and I, I learned this in, in December more than any other month, and I'll kind of go into it, is having a public scoreboard. And when I say public, not to patient public, right. but every dental team. To the office. You know, and having a scoreboard with a few things on it. So, for example, just just to be transparent with everybody, we were we um, <clears throat> going into December, we were forty grand off of meeting two thousand and nineteen. So, in other words, if we had a typical average month that we've averaged the re you know this year, and then we did forty grand more, we would hit uh, last year. We would hit two thousand nineteen, which I consider to be a big win amazing yeah so so we on our scoreboard every single day and it turned out to be not even every single day it turned out to be morning and afternoon yeah. where we would uh where where kelsey would write up hey here's where we're at yeah so far and what i saw from that is it really kept everybody motivated right i've never seen all the clinical team members knowing the score they know their score they don't know the entire office yes every day it's announced but they're literally people are tracking it by the hour i mean yeah. it, it was fun you know and and they're all working together on on ar and they're mm -hmm. all thinking hey here's a patient that uh probably that could pre-book pre or prepay or here's a patient that owes us money and i'm sure they're ready to go ahead and get yeah. it done i can make let me make a personal phone call to them right and i make think it they even uh had a couple of patients pay off payment plans right you know and, you and, know? and so it doesn't they, hurt to ask no it doesn't hurt to ask people and and i think there's again that also is some of the things that we should carry into that mm -hmm. but Focus on the proven public scoreboard where your team members can see what's happening. And your scoreboard doesn't have to be fancy. Think about this. A scoreboard in any sports game shows what? One thing. Yeah. The home team score versus the, the away team score. Yeah. Correct? And so even if your scoreboard is just one thing. Yeah. And that scoreboard needs to be updated consistently and constantly it doesn't mean need to be updated every hour necessarily right. but every few you know every once tw once or twice a day there's a significant benefit of updating our scoreboard yeah so uh i want uh, people to uh to to take that to heart so photography communication and having a scoreboard so your team can stay motivated and stay engaged and focus on the proven uh would be pretty awesome yeah i think 2021 there there could be some unknown but i think we're prepared for whatever the world could bring us absolutely and so get prepared stay prepared continue to invest in yourself continue to market your practice continue to think differently what worked to five years ago isn't necessarily going right. to work today uh and engage uh and be very personal with people on social media uh, for your patient base. People buy from, remember, our number one product is people. So thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of the T-Bone Speaks podcast. If you could do me a couple of favors, uh, be sure to leave us a genuine review on uh, Spotify. I don't think you can do reviews on Spotify, Apple but Apple Podcasts, Podcast, Google Play, Google yeah. Reviews, wherever you can leave us a review, that would be awesome. And consider us for your 
uh, CE programs here at 3D Dentist. Uh, we try to do a great job, and we have an even better way coming in 2021 to make our CE experience uh, that much more unique. Uh, in and the, fun. And fun. Kind of fun. In the de- kind of fun. In the dental world. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family. T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, Visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.